Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the SPP. Monty and Charlie are here. I uh, am still at work. Came straight from the gym. That's how dedicated I am to this podcast. Um, Charlie, missed a good gym day, dude. I went on a good run. You missed a good run. Uh, I need to run because I, I play basketball with you guys, and I thought I was going to literally die after point three. <laughs> after the third point was scored, I thought I was going to die. And I'm not and I'm not over exaggerating or anything. That thought went through my head. I'm I telling you, it's like I could die today. It 100 percent. The COVID 100 percent of kicking your eyes. Well, the COVID, I'm also 32 and I've never done cardio in my entire lifetime. Yeah, but you're in shape. Like, I don't think it would be that. It's all, bad it's, all gl- it's all glamour muscles. You saw the guys we were playing with. That day. <laughs> yeah, but those guys were running me up and down the court, dude. <laughs> Even the big guy, which was not fun to guard, by the way, he was sweating like a, <laughs> a like a I don't even like a gerbil on its way to Key West, dude. Catch my drift. It's Gay Pride Month. What? Do you catch my drift, Charlie? No, I do not. Richard Gear got caught putting a gerbil into his butt, <laughs> and so the joke is, I'm sweating in Key West. I'm sweating like a gerbil on its way to Key West. Like, I'm nervous. Do you get the joke? Why aren't you laughing? Because <laughs> it's Pride Month. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about the NBA. Um, oh, by the way, in the gym, not to get away from Pride Month, but I was wondering this. Is there any possible way to, to actually pick up a, a girl in the gym? It's hard because I don't think they're there to socialize. Have you ever seen it done? Have you ever done it? No, I've never tried it because I think you're going to get rejected right away unless like. I almost did it. (laughs) Yeah, Charlie almost pulled it off. He was running next to a girl and he was like, what, you like running? (laughs) He didn't see that. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I like running. You like running? You ever like running like outside, not like you know stationary on a treadmill? This was in the and winter. She was like sometimes, <laughs> but that's as far as he got, unfortunately. Have you ever seen it done successfully, Charlie? No. I've thought about so many different scenarios on how to do it, and I can't figure out one way. It's like I'm living in the. What's that movie, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Like, I feel like if you had a million chances at it, you'd never get it right. It's, it's a tough game to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there's the added thing of, well, even if it works, right, then if it doesn't work out in like three weeks, then you got to go back to the same gym. Yeah, you just got to act like it never happened and just... <laughs> you just got to keep doing move it Move on, yeah. Just get, well, I, I would join a new gym. <laughs> No more planet fit. No more luxury planet fitness for me. All right, <laughs> let's do Friday night and talk NBA. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday. Now 
Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up, red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks, sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low, studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are okay first things first um <laughs> nice background um first things first what your background is bricks now like i have a background like you're, you have a background and, and you're not frozen. talking it looks like you're a 1980s comedian. <laughs> it looks like you're Jerry Seinfeld and you're about to say, what's the deal with airplane peanuts? Can you hear me? I can hear you. What is it? What's, 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 what's with the frozen? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Exit and get out. <laughs> Come back in. All right. While he does that, so bizarre. Let's watch Colin Cowherd on Draymond Green, uh, Monty. I love Draymond Green, as you know. Draymond Green to me has always been uh, Dennis Rodman, but with skill. Uh, you fanboys out there, you love your Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. They've never made a teammate better. John Wall's never made a teammate better. Westbrook has never made a teammate better. Draymond Green has made every teammate he's ever played with better. Last night, he hit two field goals. And there's an argument to be made. Totally discombobulated the Celtics offense in Jalen Brown. And All right. What are your thoughts? Um, I agree with part of what he says on the Draymond part. Like Draymond's the most – like he's really important to the team. But when he started naming Russell Westbrook and John Wall, that was just straight up like disrespectful. Like are you – like what Russell – but, well, but if you're John Wall right now, what like you're like – what did I do to you, dude? Right? I haven't like, played in two John, years. Right? John Wall hasn't even seen the court in two years. He's probably he probably woke up and saw it on Twitter and was like, Why is my name trending and going on this? <laughs> but no, I mean you like I'd argue Russell Westbrook and John Wall make their teammates better than Draymond Green. Like they're in their prime of the career, they were getting double digit assists, averaging double digit assists, and John Wall's Helped Marcin Gortat get a like a big contract. Steven Adams got Maga, a big contract. Maga Porter Jr. Yeah, Otto Porter's got a so I think Colin Cowherd, he's just hating. I agree with what he says on Draymond and how important he is, but you can't try to downplay how good John Wall and uh, Russell Westbrook were. Charlie? I didn't see the most of the clip, but I'm assuming he was comparing Draymond he's, to He said Draymond's made every single person he's played with better. Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and John Wall have not. Which is like, what, who are these <laughs> players from the nineteen like ninety nine season? Yeah, John Wall. I'm exaggerating, but come on, they haven't been playing. I mean, Russell Westbrook wasn't relevant last well, year, and he was I, like the punchline of every joke. I agree with him in that Draymond does make his player his teammates better. I think that's pretty clear. But why is why is he dragging those guys into it? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Right, well, I I would like to say I don't I I don't get this Draymond um, love fest that's that's happening. Ooh, Why I is found... it a talent to be annoying? I don't 
I don't think he's annoying. People say the NBA is soft, and now he's trying to, like, not trying. Like, he brings this toughness mentality to him, and now people are complaining. So what do you want? You want the NBA to be soft and people to complain left and right? Or do you want someone to come and be the enforcer and try to, like, if someone messes with your team, you're coming, like, squaring up with them straight up. So I'm, I like Draymond. I like he brings the energy defensively. He's their whole team. Like, if he's not playing well defensively, the Warriors aren't playing well defensively. He runs – the offense goes to Steph, but he basically runs it and dishes and sets up a lot of things. So I used to not be a big fan of Draymond, and then after watching him for a while, I grew to appreciate him. My whole thing with him is, okay, look, speaking of complaining, he complains. His whole thing, he's gamed the entire NBA. I'm watching last night. He gets his first technical. I'm like, well, now he can do whatever he wants. He can can put his shoes directly on your face and, and do not get a technical because you know that the refs are not going to kick out Draymond Green. That's what, what do you I mean? They kick him out all the time. Yeah, you got no, kicked out. Only, they suspended when, him in a finals game. Only he, when he kicks someone in the nuts or he has all of these technicals he caught, piled no, up. He, get, the second round, he caught the flagrant and got ejected in the first half against the Grizzlies on something that should have been a flagrant. There's been much worse that people have gotten away. So he, he's gotten the leeway last night, but there's definitely been games where He's had the short leash, and they just kicked him out of suspended. I agree with you. I, I, I like I like Draymond a lot. I think he's – I mean, everything that Monty said I agree with, but I think that he's gotten to he, – He's there's a line between being like the aggressor, the physical guy, and then just being petty, and I think he's really pushing that line right now. I think he's being – I think last night it was pretty petty. It was like, like – There was nothing to – if you're Draymond Green, you got to be careful. You already have a technical foul. And if you're Jalen Brown, you got to try to entice him. Absolutely. And in a normal course of a game, this would be a, a double team. I think Brown took exception to Green's legs being on him as he fell. Like that's just dumb. Like you, you, you already have a technical. Like why risk it? Like I could see if he didn't have a technical. Because he knows he... he'll never no, ever. No, he doesn't, get dude. Out they of that kick game. him out all the time. They don't kick him out shit. all the time. Yes, they do. Chris, I, if Chris is watching, my buddy Chris Hall, we talk about this all the time. They don't kick him out all the time. He does this every single playoff game because he knows that most of the time they'll never call the second technical on. So he's trying to get the first technical so then he can be the biggest asshole for the rest of the game. I disagree. He should have been kicked out on that play last no, I don't that... think he should have been kicked out, but I think it was stupid, and I think he was cl- he was close. Um, I don't think he should have risked it, but he does. He does. I don't know why you're arguing it. He does get ejected for stupid shit because he's an idiot. Like He's a genius player, but he's he just does this stupid shit that he thinks is – yeah, I, well, another thing, I, like the genius player thing. It's like, I mean, th- this, if Draymond G- Green was on my favorite team with the Orlando Magic, <laughs> you would never hear about him, ever. That's You'd not never, true. never, ever hear That's about him. That's not true. He'd play th- f- 14 years in this league, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, why why yeah, do you I think, think I remember him? Why because, do you think- because that bullshit doesn't work unless you have 
Steph Curry and Clay Thompson in their prime. Clay, not anymore. We'll get to that point. Um, very well coached team as well. So all of this shit that he does that makes him a genius. Um, nobody runs around like Steph Curry. The, you all, think Steph all, Curry all the, had a factor in him winning Defensive Player of the Year? You think, think Steph Curry? Steph was Curry? The, you think Steph was the reason he that he won? Marcus Smart won Defensive Player. Well, no, Draymond's won I think two in his career. Yeah, you would know about him if he was on another team. He wouldn't be as good because he doesn't have Steph, but you would know about him. He wouldn't have won Defensive Player of the Year on another team. Well, no way. That's crazy. Do you that's... get the spotlight, by the way, of being on one of the best teams? Because he's a winner and he's a good player. I don't. He, you put him on Orlando, he's not a winner anymore. If, he, he'd make Orlando a winner. If you don't, oh come on, oh come no, he, on. If Chris Paul can go to the Suns and make them a winner, I wow. give me Draymond wow. and he can make you he can just make related them. Draymond Green to Chris Paul. I'm, the what point guy. That's closer than what you're comparing him to. Yeah, you're disrespecting Draymond like he's not like. If he, if, he, if he doesn't do stuff, then how come we don't have Kevon, Kevon Looney? We don't have so many players like Draymond doing that. If it's so easy to do, then how come there aren't so many of them in the league? Uh, there are a lot of them. You just don't know about them. That's my point. No, I feel like you're just dismissing Draymond. Like, you think he's a scrub. Like, he's just like a role player. I think he's a good player. He's not a genius. He's not some X factor. I think he's a good player that talks a lot of shit. So therefore gets a lot of attention. But if he didn't talk a lot of shit, you'd just be like, solid player, solid player. I I, you, I would say Draymond is a genius. He's an undersized big man who has to use his mind to combat all of the height disadvantages and the physical disadvantages he has. Defensively, you I'd argue he's the smartest defensive player in the whole league. And offensively, you you see like when they when they run their sets and Steph is running left and right doing whatever, he doesn't get a lot of those passes if Draymond isn't on their team. And when Draymond was out, yeah, the Warriors are still playing well and Steph was getting his shots, but numbers were showing that Steph does a lot better when Draymond's there because Draymond can help take some of the pressure off and help facilitate the offense so Steph can roam around and catch come off screens and start chucking through there. So I, I feel like you're just dismissing how valuable Draymond is to the Warriors and just in general how good of a player he is. You know why he talks all this smack is because he has three rings and he's won the defensive player of the year. You don't you don't talk shit unless you can back it up. He's he's got the accolades. He's obviously benefits from the players that he's had around him, but that those players benefit from him as much as he benefits from them. I mean, I think he's a better podcaster than he, I do a, a basketball player, to be honest. No, nah, you're, I, you're I mean, bugging right now. You are bugging. But like, say, I, what? I, oh, what? You're not part of the new media, dude? You're not a fan? I mean, granted, a Draymond, he's already got his whole TNT career lined up after. So he probably is the best podcaster in the league right now. But that's not taken away from his NBA game because he's still a top. 25 player in the league right now to be a part of the new media do you have to be a current player i think i I don't know the criteria on it but i would assume so what are your thoughts on the new media i mean i like it because they they've actually played the game it's not all these analytical 
using whatever statistic to try to measure how good players are and use that to back up MVP cases or all-star selections. Like the players. Well, Jalen Green agreed that Jokic, I mean, is the MVP. So not every single player in the new media agree that Joel Embiid, your favorite player, is the MVP. No, but more players have not. Jimmy Butler said it. Jason Tatum has said it that Embiid's the MVP. And those are the ones actually going up against these players. And they should be the ones who should be commenting on them, not these like 60-year-old people working from ESPN making their decisions based on some computer formula because they haven't stepped foot in on NBA court to know what greatness is. Or these They're rookies just, like Jalen Green are on a yeah. team that won 15 <laughs> games. <laughs> well, okay. Jalen Rose said that Kyrie Irving should be uh, an all-NBA player. He's not new media. He stepped on the floor, though. He's played the game. Yeah, but it's your geniuses that no, played the game. Put Kyrie in the in the uh, All NBA team. I mean, uh, uh, he uh, he came forward and said, "Yeah, he I admitted voted he was wrong." wrong. <laughs> but yeah, he admitted he was wrong. But when Kyrie played on the court, he was nasty. But it was such a limited size. But he he admitted he was wrong and probably should have picked someone else. So your requirement is you must have played the game before. Yeah, I mean, because you know, like, true talent. You're like... I don't agree with that at all. I'm not saying that if you've played the game, that means that you're automatically qualified. But yeah, yeah. you have to have played the game, I would say, to even be considered qualified. Like, why Like why all of a sudden are we accepting what Stephen A., Skip Bayless, and all of them have to say? Who, who said they were... Correct in there. Well, I mean, they've been watching the game. They stu- I think if you can Bro, study you know, something for a long time, you don't have to show. be born a neurosurgeon. You can study being that and then become one. Yeah, but then it gets to the players. An the analyst players. does the same thing. But the Stephen players- A., Skip Bayless, what's his name? Cowherd. They all they do it for show. It's. I mean, that that what you just showed us that that clip you just showed it's us. For like, headlines. It's clicks. Yeah, headlines. It's. That's why it's not – I mean, like, yeah, it's, part of it is true, but the, half of the stuff that they say is just to get people to debate it, and that's how they make their money, which credit to them, and that that's what keeps their well, their, their show yeah. going and gets their food on their table for their family. But That's true. We, we, we haven't really spoken about Colin Coward unless he says something outrageous. I don't think it's outrageous. I think he's entertaining in the way he presents it. Like, I don't know. Which I, I, I agree. Some of, I watch some of these podcasts with the players, and they're just kind of boring to me. It's like a press conference, to be honest. Some I would of them rather hear, like, go ahead. I mean, J.J. Reddick's great. I was, you know, they break down game, and they talk about it. They bring up a lot of stuff that, like, me or, like, the average fan just doesn't even think of or – takes into consideration. So, I mean, hearing their perspective, they know a lot about it. Speaking of great players, uh, Curry scored 29 points in 32 minutes in this game. Um, someone that's impossible to root against, by the way. I, w- I would I would claim Steph Curry is – if you don't like Steph Curry, I don't understand what, what's wrong with you. I mean, he's to me like the anti-LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, I get, like, maybe the shimmy you could not like, but it's, like, it's such a fun brand of basketball. Has there ever been 
a more likable superstar? I I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I can't think off the top of my head, but I, I agree with you 100%. Steph is, I mean, you're a hater if you don't like Steph Curry. You're, the, you're either a hater or you're a Rockets fan. Because <laughs> the Rockets, I can understand why they would hate Steph Curry. Monty, it sounds like you don't like Steph Curry. No, no, I love Steph Curry was probably like my favorite player. Probably still is my favorite player to watch. Just cause he like he changed the game. Like no one else would come down and take pull up threes with like 18 on the shot clock. He he made that the new norm and now everyone's like pulling up doing whatever. So he's my favorite player to watch. But you you had to bring LeBron in it, saying he's the anti-LeBron. Well, LeBron to me is the most like easily hateable player there is. I mean, I disagree with that. I, I'm, I'm not. Who a do you think's more hateable than LeBron? No, no, I was just thinking because you said who like who would hate Steph Curry? Not saying Steph Curry's wife doesn't like him, but in an open relationship. <laughs> Like clearly, she was, that she wait? Was, I know we always say this. Has that actually been confirmed? Yeah, it is. It is, it is true. Like what I don't see LeBron that? in an open relationship. I see. Steph oh, LeBron's in. Well, LeBron can't get with any other girls. That's the no, problem. But, yeah, LeBron can't get. With <laughs> LeBron tried to get with an eighteen-year-old Instagram <laughs> model and got shut down immediately no, because he's I, a corny dad. He's like, "Hiya, what's <laughs> up?" He's the guy. He's trying to pick up a girl in the gym. It's an impossible task. <laughs> no, but on the court, I yeah, you can't hate on Steph Curry. He's he's changed the game, whether you like it or not, for a good like a great way. Like if you're learning, a young kid is watching him and they're going in the gym and just chucking up threes. That's probably not something good that's, to learn. But that's the problem. Yeah, but other than that, he's fun to watch. He can go for fifty easily and make it entertaining too. So. You can't hate on them. You know what I was realizing? Like, no one does um, – there's no real, like, post-ups anymore Yeah. watching this game. I mean, they're just chucking up threes the entire time. If or, it's a post-up, it's just to get someone open on the perimeter, too. Yeah. There's like no, Draymond uh, runs that Super Bowl, and they throw it, put it to him in the paint, and they just set on a bunch of back screens. But the only the only person that really posts up that much is, like, well, I guess Giannis and Joel. Joel yeah, I'd say yeah, Joel. Got a great, yeah, I'd Jokic. say Joel's the sole player who they run plays. I mean, Jokic will get some plays, Giannis, but whose main thing is just say get in the post and get me a bucket. I think right. Joel is probably the only one. Are we just gonna move to? Uh, there's no kind of post players anymore. I mean, that's where the game's the spacing. The big man sort of been eliminated, and that's what makes. I don't want to keep on talking about Joel Embiid and off topic from the Warriors <laughs> and the Celtics, but that's what makes him so talented that he's an athletic big man. And so, insane with Jokic that they don't really have much of those. But yeah, I mean, I like that the game has moved away from that. I think it's more fun to watch seeing just threes being thrown up. And it, to me, that, that takes a lot of skill and coordination to do that. So I, I like watching a lot of threes getting shot. Something guaranteed to come up on every Sunday Punch podcast. <laughs> Joel Embiid and LeBron James. Will you brought, him up. You brought him up first. Within an hour. <laughs> you brought him up first with your new media take. <laughs> That's true. Well, I, I, don't, I still don't like your new media take, by the way. I, like, why can't like regular people comment on basketball? It's what we're doing right now. 
I mean, they can. They, they just won't be part of the new media. They'll just be <laughs> the current media in that age. <laughs> I like it. I'm not. I like like when Kevin Durant talks for like, and you know what it should become is like kind of like WWE. Like I feel like they need to start throwing shots out there. They're being too nice still. You know, if they were like a take take a take a point from the old media. Like if Draymond after that game was like, yeah, fuck Jalen Brown. Yeah. I lock him up. You know, it's like that. Now we're talking a little WWE style and that could now affect games. Yeah. No, I mean, and they probably do like on the court, they're probably talking, but they've probably been trained and said not like to do all this in public and create drama and controversy. I think there's a missed opportunity there. I think he could become the biggest. If LeBron came out and was just like, fuck Kevin Durant. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. I'd love that. I mean, it would. It would make it like there'd be more rivalries. Now, like people say, oh, when the game's over, they all hang out, dab each other up, take photos and do all that. But if it was me and I lost the game, I'm not like, yeah, you got to be a good like sportsmanship and Mm -hmm. all that. But. I'm not – if I just lost, I'm not going to go talk to these players. Like, I'm going back to the locker room and doing my own thing. Like, I don't want to talk to you after I just lost and act like we're friends. All right, let's talk um, Let's talk Clay, Clay Thompson here. Four for 19. He's shooting 26% from the three in this series. Now, if you want me to criticize a warrior. <laughs> I hear it is because Clay Thompson um, – I think he's toasted. I th- I really think he's done. I disagree, At least comparatively, I comparatively I to the Clay Thompson of that we know that should have been in the top seventy-five, that guy, I don't think we'll ever see that guy again. You want me to go? You mm-hmm. definitely not in this series either. I disagree with you in that I think he's toast, or that in that you think he's toast. I think that he, I mean, I think we've kind of gotten used to him being back, and we still are forgetting that he's playing the highest level basketball like and he's only been right. back for what a couple months which is pretty crazy with that being said though i think a lot of the shots he's taking are hurting his team and i think that he should understand that he's not at the level that he used to be i'm not saying that that's not possible for him to get back to that level but he's really forcing a lot of shots that i think are that in the past, yeah, he'd credit to him, he would hit, but I don't think that they're the smartest shots in this series, especially with this good Celtics defense. Um, but I mean, he's still a knockdown shooter, he's still a really solid defender. Um, but the, my only knock on him is, I, and this is why I've been calling him a Chuck, is that I think he takes a lot of shots that are unwarranted and are just bad quality shots and he'll hit one out of every five or six of them. But mm-hmm. when he's taking like fade away one legged threes or contested threes, it's like, I mean, I can understand if it's like late in the shot clock or something, but with the Warriors team, with how many weapons they have and how well they move the ball, it's like, you gotta, you gotta believe that they could be able to get a better shot than some of the ones that he's putting up. Um, but then he'll have games where they'll all be falling. So it's like, I don't know. you, those are fewer and fewer, fewer and farther between nowadays, though. So. Yeah, but I still think that. I mean, I think that giving him a like a full season to really get into it, um, 
mean, he had he was pretty playing pretty well in the regular towards the end of the regular season and some of the earlier playoff series, but obviously it gets a lot harder and the intensity ramps up a ton in the playoffs. So I think it's got to be pretty hard to be playing at that level after not playing basketball for two years. So I think he'll be fine. There's, there's too much loyalty to him right now in this series. I think. Well, could you see him getting benched late in like one of these games where he's just sucking? No, because he's still a knockdown. Too much loyalty. Knockdown shooter, and he's like he's a better defender than Poole is. If that's who you're thinking you'd put out there instead of him, um, and they just the chemistry. Uh, but I don't. He'd have to be like put just chuck like chucking chucking to get benched. I would think, but you never know. I mean, four for nineteen is pretty pretty bad. Well, granted, they kept him in the game, Curtis, to try to get him going. And so he was he was forcing shots throughout the whole game. And even towards the end, he was forcing some shots just to see if he could, like, find a stroke. But I, I don't think he'd ever get benched. I think more so defensively, that's where he brings a lot of value. Obviously, offensively, he can go off and drop 30 easily. But defensively, you can't – like, he's – Wing defender, he's other than Draymond, like he's gonna mark your best player, so you can't have that on the bench. I know offensively he might struggle, but you could you can still use him as a decoy. And I think Mark Jackson said it like the Celtics are still gonna game plan against, they're not just gonna leave him there, like they're still gonna have someone on him and still help on his coming off the screen. So it's not like he's they're just leaving him on an island and it's four against five, he's, he's still gonna draw the attention and open stuff up. He might be struggling, but some of those he should just then hit a pump fake and kick it out or catch another defender on him and dish it out. But he's their third most valuable player. Uh, you could argue pool, but I, I still take Clay right now. He's better than any of the other guards they have on the bench. I mean, pool pool's more of a, a, a ball handler, I would say, than he's more of like a backup point than I would say he is a backup shooting guard. I mean, you can run him run any of those guys interchangeably but who else would you run out there if you're i mean moody i don't know who else they got then <laughs> i kind of like pool i mean you talk about the defense i mean he guarded uh jalen jalen brown in the first game and jalen brown went off in the first game then they made this adjustment to where at uh you know draymond would pick him up they'd switch over from that uh to where draymond was guarding him 17 points on 23 possessions when Green was matched up with Brown in the half court. No, I mean, and, that, and that's fair, but as they always say, good offense beats great defense, and Jalen Brown was just on one game one. Um, I'd still have – I know, and now credit to Kerr. He made that adjustment and put Draymond on, on him and had Clay like, backing off a little and helping on like Horford or whoever he was guarding. But I that's just one game I'd still take play defensively i don't know what udoka is going to try to do to try to get draymond off of jalen brown or maybe they put clay thompson back but we can't defensively clay i don't want to do like he's he's a solid defender he would help um he had that game-winning block on john morant in the second round with the Mm -hmm. clock expiring so he he comes up defensively and he'll lock in if he's struggling on offense he'll still lock lock in on defense i tend to forget how like tall he is too I mean, like he's he's a like pretty tall for two, um, so he can, he's versatile defensively, and that's what's been impressive too. Is you would think that 
offensively he would he would be fine at least and that it would be defensively where he's struggling because that's i mean Mm -hmm. lateral yeah and i think he's held his own i think it's been pretty good there it's my only knock is like i said just shot selection i think he's uh taking some poor quality shots but he's always taken those shots so it's not like it's uncharacteristic for him they're just not falling so yeah i think you had it right earlier today he said he thought he lost his step i uh i agree I said that? Yeah. You said he was done. <laughs> what? You said he was straight pasta, dude. You're like, Clay Thompson's done. <laughs> this is all you. The piece of shit. No, That's what I, you like, said. I, I don't think he's done, but yeah, like you said, I, we're never going to see the original Clay. He's also, I, I think he's like 33 or something like that. Like he's he's not young. Like, right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I don't I think, think it's gonna time be to just strong. accept he's like Elvis in Vegas. <laughs> like he's still singing the songs, <laughs> you know. It's just he's okay. sweating more. Um, okay, so did any any changes on the series of uh, you guys were probably like high fiving each other last night to oblivion? But no, I was oh, no we left the house. We knew it was over. <laughs> no, I mean, granted, it it's. Sh- Really should be 2-0 Warriors right now. If it wasn't for that fourth <laughs> quarter where it, they only put up 16 points and gave up 40, mm-hmm. they would easily be 2-0 going into Boston. But no excuses. But, I mean, yesterday. You, you was, were right. Al Horford wasn't wasn't as solid as I thought he would be in this second game. You were or right. Derek White. Smart. Or Derek White. Well, they Derek White's one. pretty solid. Derek no, White was sucks. still pretty Derek solid. White sucks. I, I disagree with you. I think Derek White's pretty solid. And they got and I actually think he's going to be big in this series because Marcus Smart still has an ankle thing. As, as Marcus Drake Smart said, wasn't there. As Drake said, they got bench players talking like starters. I don't want to hear anything <laughs> about Derek White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he's playing very good defense. I mean, he, he played some pretty good defensive uh, possessions last, last night. I you know they got their ass whooped, but White White's pretty good, dude. I, Especially I say, in this series, I'd say he's average at best. But hey, you, that's all he see. might need. You have he's White all time ahead of Draymond, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see in this series. I I just think let's calm down. Not to keep going back to the point, but you know these words of like genius get thrown around a lot, and like it's just it's calm down. I don't think he's a basketball genius. Okay. I, I think Draymond is. But, yeah. I do, too. All right. Celtics tallied 18 turnovers in this game. That led to 33 Warriors points. Um, Celtics have these games. So, I to me, I was just like, well, you got the one. Let's go. We're going back to Boston. I still feel very confident. I, I like the matchup still. They just get lazy. These the eighteen turnovers, and it's been a constant thing throughout these playoffs. Where they'll just have one of these games, and you're like, "All right, well, Jalen Brown's giving the ball to the other team again, and uh, Jason Tatum doesn't see the guy right in the lane, and he throws it to him." So as soon as I saw that happening in the second quarter, I was like, "All right, well, they're supposed to win one. They already got it. Go back to Boston." I feel very confident. I bet Charlie's mom fifty bucks on this game that it would get to uh, seven. I don't care who wins in that seventh game, but I still feel very confident that it's going seven. Charlie my, had it in five. My call doesn't change. Warriors in five. They're running four straight. Wow, that's insanity. I think I said Warriors in six. You yeah. did. And I'm still going with that. I know 
you had said like, oh, going back to Boston, but I mean, I'm pretty sure Miami won two games in Boston last series, and Celtics won a couple games in Miami. So I don't think playing in Boston is a sure lock. I was looking at the spread for next game, and the Celtics are three and a half point favorites. So something to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I feel my good dad about... just texted me. Mom ain't sweating. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell you. Hey, tell your mom she can get out of it right now. Just pay me thirty. <laughs> cash out. <laughs> yeah, she can cash out with the bank of Adams for. She just gave you the same offer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. I feel good. I. I. You know they got their ass whooped last night, but I feel very good about the the whole thing. Oh, let's take a commercial break and talk Post Malone. 60 iterations off the central finite curve, there's a Rick that works more with wood than polarity plating. His name is Simple Rick, but he's no dummy. He realized long ago that the greatest thing he'd ever create was his daughter. I love Daddy! We captured that moment. We run it on a loop through Simple Rick's mind. And the chemical that makes his brain secrete goes into every Simple Rick Simple Wafers wafer cookie. Come home to the impossible flavor of your own completion. Come home to Simple Rick's. Come home to Simple Rick's. Um, Post Malone came out with an album. 12 Carat Toothache. Monty, did you listen to this album? No, I didn't even know he dropped. <laughs> like Charlie, Charlie told me he dropped. I think on you Friday. might be racist against white. No, rappers. like I like post more like um. You didn't know Jack Harlow like... dropped or Action Bronson. <laughs> no, I he still hasn't Harlow listened dropped. to Circles by Mac Miller. No, no, I, no, I, I like Mac Miller. I was yeah, Mac Miller is he's an OG. I like Mac Miller, but. Um, I didn't even know Post Malone dropped. I didn't see any type of like outlet hyping it up or saying, oh, be prepared for Post Malone's drop, tune in, or even a single release from the album. I didn't see any of that. So Charlie told me yesterday that he dropped, and I was like, yeah, I, like I saw it on Twitter that day, but did I not listen to it once. want to go listen. What would you give it on initial listen out of 10? Charlie. I'm thinking. Oh. Can I use decimals? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Pitchfork uses decimals. 5.8. 5. Oh, 5.8. So it was bad? Well, let's, let's remember that Kendrick's only got a 7.2 on Pitchfork. That's true. But what did... Um... Yeah, but Pitchfork is... Pitchfork, I remember I saw something. It was like... Peppa the Pig's album got like a higher. There's some like Pep, Pepe Le Pew's album. What did some you like say? some like kids cartoon, like an album from like a kids cartoon got like a higher rating than some. I don't know. Pitchfork's unreliable. Yeah, I'm checking Pitchfork right now, and they gave Stony a 4.5, and Beer Bongs and Bentleys a 5.6. So I think they just don't like Post Malone. So there might be they don't like a little bit of racism right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I th- I thought it was probably I don't remember what his last album was called the one before this one, Stony Stone I like Stony and Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Yeah, I like those. The, this wasn't anywhere near that. So the one cool. before the, or well, the one after that was um, I'm checking uh, right. This is Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. leading in Hollywood, right? Hollywood yeah, that leading. one was I would put that one. This one I like same on par with that one, but I, I thought. It's tough. Was, it's tough when your first two albums are really good. You can't really. 
this I was one stoked when I heard the first song. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was gonna go dark, and he does. He does. This is definitely his darkest album. But um, the first song's really dark, and I really liked it. And then he goes into Cooped Up and and Lemon Tree's dark too. But I, I just wish the, all the beats were kind of like dark and and to me there's too many tone shifts in this album i was like listening in the gym i'm like how do you go from uh you know talking about killing yourself to like riding around <laughs> picking up chicks with roddy liked. rich that was the song i liked <laughs> i thought it started off strong and dark and then he was like ah, i'm picking up with chicks with roddy rich and the next song i'm like what the hell dude i don't yeah he needs to go somewhere where where he wants to be as an artist. I still think he falls into the the pop the poppy songs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, that's what like Beer Bongs and Bentleys was like a lot of like pop type of music. I like that and, album. Like, yeah, I like Beer Bongs. Freshman and year, I think, of college, and I remember that album was mm-hmm. was a good was a good one to listen to. I thought wrapped around the one wrapped around your finger wrapped. That's kind of whack to me. Kind of whack. I thought it was lame. <laughs> See, that's you, you can't start off with like, um, take my own life just to see it. And then go wrapped around your finger wrapped around. It's like <laughs> dude, you can't go from uh, uh, Marilyn Manson to Justin Bieber within three songs. <laughs> Uh, I like the Doja Cat song. That was more for her, though. I like the song with Gunna. Well, well, R.I.P. Free Gunna. R.I.P. R.I.P. By the way, they took Gunna and stuff. Young Thug off the uh, off the summer series concert. Finally. Oh, the summer smash! Yeah, yeah. But Post will be there. Are you more excited or less excited now? I think Post was already going, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. Yes. But now the album dropped. So just I'm wondering, That's... Charlie, are you more excited or less excited? Well, I'm less excited because they took Young Thug and Gunna off. They should have honor, honored them at least. Could have had their like, their, like hologram of them, or they could have like zoomed them. <laughs> well, in they're for... not dead. <laughs> they could have zoomed them for <laughs> jail. They could have called in on the Bobby Schmerta phone and tried to record something on there. <laughs> I thought they're gonna get maybe like the you know it'd be funny if they got the baby as the replacement. Like, no, he's fine. <laughs> he's good. He's fine. He would he would do something during Pride could, Month. During yeah. Pride Month, by the way. He would do something from now until then to get kicked off. Oh yeah. Um back to the album. Really liked Euthanasia, by the way. That's when he was really his favorite again. song was about suicide and then he likes the euthanasia. <laughs> Well, to me, it's like, all right, now he's getting to somewhere real. Right? I really liked Instead Electric of... Chair. <laughs> I liked the song titled Slitting My Wrists. I liked the song entitled Putting a Gun to My Head. No, um, but Euthanasia I thought was good. But again, it's like the tone shifts. You go from uh, bopping around with Doja Cat to like kill myself again it's like dude either make the whole thing about killing yourself or go to beers and and billabongs or whatever that was called (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm gonna give this a 6.0 solid six because he could you know I, i would say six of the songs are good i give you a star for every song that's good 
And that's why Jack Harlow's album got, <laughs> in my mind, half of one of the songs. <laughs> I take back my original opinion on the Harlow album. All right, we did. Uh, we did Post Malone's reaction. Any any other albums coming out that I should know about from you uh, young kids? Uh, I mean, other. Uh, I saw Offset listening. tweeted something out about June. So I don't know. No one's to an Offset. I know. <laughs> I know. What what is the transition from you're cool to you're lame? Because you guys said the same thing about Chance the Rapper. Oh, he just put out a really really bad album a couple years ago, and it just like it was not it. And so then after that, no one wants to listen to his music. Yeah. So you you crazy. You have if you have a flop album. It's very like hit or miss. Like if you Roddy Rich that way now after that last album he had. That album was a flop. After like you, like, you might never recover. Like that's why you that last album was really bad by Roddy. Which I think that's the thing. It's like you have an album that's just so good, and then if you put anything that's like not even close to it, people are like, "All right, they're washed." Yeah. But that's also that's why. Makes... Go ahead. I was gonna say that's why. Like, I don't hate on rappers or artists for not putting out albums like every year and taking some time, because. It, it's hard to put out fire album after fire album. Like it's impossible basically. And yeah. then you're just, people are going to say you're washed or you're releasing too much and it's not good. So I, I like take, take like a year or two between each album and make sure that it's good and then release it, but don't release some garbage just because you want to be in the headlines every year or something like that. Well, no one talks about how the first album usually takes like 10 years to me. <laughs> like that's what? like a 10 year career culminating in like their, hit album and then you're like well where's the next one mm-hmm. and you're like well that took me like five to ten years so right like the you're like testing the songs out like while they're like touring and stuff you know yeah like the migos well culture was good and then they played culture too then everyone thought they could do their soul albums and then that's that's why no one wants to listen to offset or take off because it, it's from there it just all went downhill. I actually like Takeoff solo album the most. Out of the three. <laughs> oh wait, you said uh, uh, you sent me an album that was coming out that was like a throwback. Oh, what was that rapper? No, was it a group? Charlie, you sent me that. There's a new album coming out. I did. Yeah, Srem Life. Oh yeah, Race oh, Trevor. Should... Yeah, Race they're, 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 they're dropping this 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 month, I think. I thought they like separated. They you back. thought they were. You thought them coming back. Are you ready for the LMFAO? <laughs> so, uh, John Summit posted on his Instagram. He said LMFAO has the best album like discography of all time because their albums are Party Rockin' and then Sorry for Party Rockin' and that's it. <laughs> Two albums. <laughs> Uh, I am excited for Strem Life. Um, I don't know what the album's called, but I like I like uh, who's the main guy? Sway Lee. Yeah, Sway Lee's good. No one likes Slim really Jimmy. <laughs> Even they tried their solo careers, and their solo careers fell off. That's probably why they're coming back together. Sway Lee is good, and I really like that the first album at least. So I'm excited. Yeah, they, they took five like, years. They took the five album. year money requirement, right? As it should. Well, they realized their careers flopped and said, "Oh shit!" This album, will, if we're being honest, it'll probably. Be <laughs> it, but... 
It would, it'll be better than Jack Harlow's album. Let's just do it. <laughs> okay. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Great song. Talk about genius. Talk about Draymond <laughs> genius level. That song. Black Eagles. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what you need is you need like the the challenge with your song. If you really <laughs> want to make, it, if you really want to make it in this business, you need everyone to fake being still uh, <laughs> they're, they're... while your while your songs play. <laughs> that or the Harlem Shake. I don't know. I don't know how that got associated. They're like, yeah, this, this is, right. yeah, this is not us. move to. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, that's us. That's us. All right. Speaking of songs, it is Monday night, but as we know, it's always Friday night on the SPP. Thanks for joining. Peace. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car We drive through the city like explorers going 65 Flowing hair flying across your face We left on Friday, now it's Saturday Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might Run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are.